Hello, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I have a special episode with a conversation with my mother. I told you I was going to put this, turn this into a podcast. So what I did was when she was here visiting in town, I grabbed my Shore MV51 and started recording a conversation with her. And I think the recording came out pretty good. Using a Shure MB51, it is a different microphone than what I'm using right now with the Rodecaster Pro. It's a condenser mic, so it picks up everything in the room. But I think it did a pretty good job. We did have one hiccup at the end. Um, I had my phone on Do Not Disturb, but I did not have it on airplane mode. And somebody called or tried to message me, and it ended the recording. So when it gets to that point, I'm just going to play it. So what I'm going to do now, though, without further ado, is I'm just going to mute my mic, play this, and uh, let you enjoy it. Here we go. Here's my conversation with my mother. All right, we're live, and I'm here sitting with my mother, and I'm awful excited. It's April, Wednesday, the 14th, 2021, and I thought we would just have a conversation, Mom. Okay. I think that will be fun. I'm gonna, I have probably the hardest question that I'm going to have to ask a woman that you usually don't like to say, but it's for the archives. What year were you born? Well, can we start by saying you used to be my favorite podcaster? <laughs> oh, because of that question? <laughs> yeah. 1949. 1949. Where were you born? Syracuse, New York. Syracuse, really? Mm-hmm. And that surprises me because I, I would have thought a swigo. You know, and so Syracuse, New York. Um, How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have four brothers and two sisters. Did you have a pet growing up? Do you remember? Well, when I was a little girl and we lived in Orwell, I loved this dog that belonged to a neighbor. And it would follow me home every day. And so finally the neighbor came down and said to my grandmother, why don't you let Dawn keep that? that dog because she likes it so much and then when we moved the dog wouldn't get in the car and we had to leave it behind oh really do you remember what the dog's name what she named it or anything skippy skippy Skippy. was it a mutt (laughs) i think all dogs were mutts Mutts back then i think some mutts make some of the best dogs sometimes you know um okay we're you've listened to my podcast and so have my listeners so they know i jump topics a little bit so we'll do that a little bit but How about your first car? Do you remember your first car? It was probably a 1958 Chevy. 1958 Chevy, Mm -hmm. like a Bel Air or something? Yeah, something something bigger. It had a 283 motor, which was a small eight. Right, so So was it a boat of a car, do you think? Oh, they all were. They were all boats, big (laughs) old boats. Do you remember the color of it? Blue and white. Blue and white, yeah. Blue and white. How old were you? Do you remember that? Roughly? Um, 17. Really? Yeah. That age? You got a car at that age? Well, I was married. Wow. So we had to have a car. Wow. We lived in So you Pulaski. got married, what year, how old were you when you got married? 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Wow. That wasn't even part of my question. I guess I should have <laughs> known that, but I didn't. How about your first job? Do you remember that? Absolutely. After babysitting, I worked at the telephone office. Oh, really? Ma a- Bell? No. (laughs) That's what everybody called it back in the day. Nope. In the little town of Plaska, it was General Telephone, it was called. General Telephone. It was not part of AT&T. 
And so were you like an operator? A telephone operator. We put through all long distance calls because in 1966 in Pulaski, there was no direct dial okay. of long distance. Wow. And so that was your first job. That and do you remember how old you were at that? Probably 16 when I started really? it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Though actually my true first job would have been I worked in the cafeteria at school. Oh, okay. When I think about it. So, and then you had, a, after that job, you, you had a couple different interesting mm -hmm. jobs because you were, ended up just raising two boys by yourself. Right. And so you had to work a couple different jobs, I didn't you? I did. I worked at a car dealership as a service advisor, and then I went to work for Napa pulling parts. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that and then cool. you went to school? I went to school to be a nurse. Yeah. And worked as a nurse for 14 years in obstetrics. Wow. You yeah. probably saw a lot of interesting things as an obstetric oh, nurse. Yeah. 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 And be, being babies are born, everybody's usually in a good mood in that part of nursing because it's the joy of life. They are in a good mood. All right. So um, jumping topic. That's cool. Thank okay. you for sharing that you had. I'm sure we could dive even more into your jobs <laughs> yeah. and everything that you've done. How about your, um, do you have a favorite color? Maybe pink, because I look the best in pink. You look the best yeah. in pink. So <laughs> do you, was your favorite flower be a pink flower? Do you have a favorite flower? I don't think I really no. do. How about maybe, a, maybe roses. Roses? Yeah. A pink rose? Except they smell like funeral homes if you get too many of they them. They do. <laughs> they <laughs> do. <laughs> How about a favorite food? Ooh, it depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah. We were raised to like just about everything. Yeah, so. that's... and. I think growing up with you, too, you had a pretty open mind with us kids, too, for us to try it at least once. And if we absolutely hated it, then we didn't have to eat it or anything. Um, how about a favorite song or, like, your go-to music? Do you have anything that, like, you're, you're really still, like, listening to? Um, well, the, old, the oldies from the 60s yeah. and the 70s, and I like... Elton John, Billy Joel, yeah. the Beatles. I was a Beatles person. Back in those days, you were either a Beatles person or a Rolling Stones person. Yeah. And I like the Beatles better. Quentin Tarantino often says something about either you're a Beatles or an Elvis guy, too. Oh, yeah, never either Elvis. You, yeah. yeah. Elvis, you know, was he was a great performer, but what you probably know, never wrote a song. I didn't? Yeah, he, was, didn't. he just had songs uh -huh. written for him and then would sing and stuff like that, so... Set, being on the top of music, how about your first concert? Do you remember your first concert that you went to? Absolutely. My first concert is interesting because back in the old days, you saw more than one musician when you went to a concert. So our first concert was the first act was ZZ Top. Wow. And the second one was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow. What the two of them have to do with each other, I have no, no idea. No idea how they that line. I know. And the headliner was who we went to see, and that was Uriah Heep. Uriah Heep. Yeah. Do you remember what year that was, roughly? Yeah, probably about 1972. Wow, 72. Because concerts weren't big. Like when I was in high school, people didn't go to concerts right, very right. much. That kind of came about maybe with Woodstock. You know, it's interesting. You said ZZ Top. I thought a fun fact about ZZ Top is, you know how they all had those, two uh -huh. of them had those long beards? Yep. 
the there's a three man band and the drummer who doesn't have a beard is named Frank Beard. <laughs> I thought that's always interesting. Yeah. Um, so your first concert, that sounds interesting. Uriah Heep. I can't remember one of their songs right now, but I know the band. I can remember it. You know, and Earth, yeah. Wind, and Fire, obviously. But how right. that lineup, whoever that promotional guy was yeah. uh, or woman, those made no sense. No at sense all. whatsoever. Um, how about a favorite? childhood memory i know we're like i said we're kind of just playing mental gymnastics mm -hmm. and jumping around a little bit but um you had your dog that your neighbors gave right. you but do you have a favorite childhood memory growing up that kind of sticks out to you it might be back in those days families didn't go on vacation very much and i remember us going to canada to Old Fort Henry, it was called. It oh, was a cool. historic site, and yeah. I remember driving a long time and going there. And also, I remember going to the Baseball Hall of Fame when I was... In Cooperstown. Yes, yeah. When I was, like, probably 10 or less. I've been there once. I've been there mm -hmm. once, and I can't remember where it was. So you just said that you've been to... Uh, you know Canada and mm -hmm. everything but I know that you're a world traveler you've traveled right. abroad um, where do you think the coolest place is that you've ever visited there's been a lot you've been oh you've it, seen a lot of places yes I've been around Europe and it's so hard to compare it's like apples to oranges yeah. like the we saw Michelangelo's David when we were in Florence Italy but maybe one of the coolest things was going to Chichen Itza in Mexico and seeing the old pyramid that was there built by I think the Mayans yeah some and really it, old yeah, it was really cool we were staying in Cancun and it was a bus trip of several hours to get there but they're still finding those you know yeah. they're just buried yeah. in the jungles and thought lost forever and the one that you got to see I'm sure was Right. Just a mound of earth is what they thought it was. And once you start uncovering it, yeah. you like find a gem. Um, how about, okay, I, w I wasn't sure if I was going to bring up your accident, but I thought that was a big mm -hmm. life-changing event that happened to you. Can we talk a little bit about your car accident that you had and what year that was in? Yes, that was in 1992 before Christmas, December, I think, 17th. 92. Mm -hmm. how, so how old were you? Uh, I just third? turned 43. 43. Yeah. And Pretty young. Yeah. They told me the day after the accident I'd probably never walk again, and I don't even remember hearing them say that. Yeah. Yeah. How long? So you broke your neck in this mm -hmm. car accident, had to be taken out of it, extracted and everything, and then were flown. I can remember going and flying in that Learjet, to Craig Medical Center yes. with you and I know a lot of that was a blur to you but I can remember that and that thing was like uh, a sports car you yeah. know and this little Learjet drove us or flew us to Craig Medical Center and do you remember how long it was that you were in a wheelchair? I would say probably about two months two that months. I couldn't and then I gradually you know, when the feeling started coming back in my legs, then I started standing up, and it, life was so much easier. You'd just to be able to stand up to reach something yeah. instead of having to 
put a call bell on and say, can you reach this for me? You're really like that miracle case to me too, Mm -hmm. because I can remember being in Syracuse and having a lot of the medical staff, half of them thinking she's never going to walk again. And then there was one or two that were like, wait a minute. Right. We think she has something. And I can remember when you finally moved your big toe. Right. And you're like, I'm moving my big toe. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're moving your big toe. And when I first thought I was moving it, I could see you kind of uh-uh, shaking your head no. But I could feel it. Right. The good thing was that I could feel my feet at yes. all. My doctor used to come in and he'd just kind of stand there and smile. He was so pleased with me and himself yeah. that he had fixed it. So you have hardware in the back of your neck. I what do. bones were they were broke? The, the fracture was at C six seven, which is up pretty high in your neck. And which is pretty amazing is that you were considered a quadriplegic. So mm-hmm. most outcomes of that, had you sever your spinal cord, you would be still in that wheelchair. And what's also amazing and inspiring to me is not only after that accident, you pursued going off to college and furthering your education, which I think is pretty amazing to do I that did. you did that as well. And part of the reason for that is my neurosurgeon said you can't work as a nurse anymore nursing is hard and the older you get the harder it is so I went back and got my bachelor's degree in public justice and then what happened I moved to Arizona and went back into nursing (laughs) (laughs) totally different nursing right the money was there Mm -hmm. and I was in human service when I was in this area and there was just no money in Arizona and human service. So I said, I kept seeing ads for correctional help. And I thought, that sounds interesting. I could probably do that. Yeah. So I went to work in the jail for 10 years. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Like I said, you're my miracle case that you went. I tell people how my mom broke her neck, was in a wheelchair, and is able to walk. And that's something I still remember because I was only a 22-year-old guy. Right. I was pretty young, and when that happened, and uh, it was a blur, and I'm I'm really happy that you, you had the outcome that you did. One thing I hated at that time is people would say, I know I knew you were going to walk again because you're so strong-willed, and I thought, if everybody in a wheelchair, if that was all they needed, there would be nobody in wheelchairs. Right, yeah, so, strong will has none, yeah. 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 But yeah. you were definitely strong and a fighter you know what i mean you went through a lot to get where you are today so that makes me pretty proud this was been fun i have like basically one last thing since i gave you that hard question at the beginning you have some experience behind you so Uh is there any advice that you would like to give to the younger generation or advice that you think that people should really kind of heed by or something that you've lived by wow that's a hard one i want to say don't take any moment of your life for granted, but we all do. I do. I get up in the morning sometimes and I have coffee and play computer games for half a day. And yeah. So you want to just be great. I'm still grateful when I think about it that when I put my feet on the floor, I can feel the floor and I can walk. But advice, yeah, we all have to learn from our own mistakes, I think. I think so. you're right, too. I think make mistakes, make them often and learn from them. Right. Wait, you're not going to ask me what the biggest in 
invention? I can ask you, yeah. What do you, how about, what do you think? Yeah, I can well, definitely ask you that. What do you think, in your lifetime, you've seen man... All right, that's when we got cut off. And uh, what I was going to ask her, what the biggest, coolest invention was. So let's finish it off with this, with my mother. All right, I'm back. That's what happens when you are recording on the fly. I ended up, I had my phone on do not disturb and airplane mode, everything like that. But uh, we got a phone call. So I ended right before what we were going to say was what was the craziest thing that you think or the biggest invention that you've seen in your lifetime because you've seen the space travel, you've seen man walk on the moon, you've seen the space shuttle. So what do you think it is to you? And to me, all of that stuff you just said is amazing. And the growth of electronics has been stunning. Yes. Really, I can remember paying $1,000 for a crappy TV that was supposed to look like furniture. Yeah. In yeah. your living room. Yeah. <laughs> and now you can get a really nice TV for $1,000. But I said, I am astounded by the telephone. The telephone. And the evolution of the telephone from hanging on your wall and a crank dial to all of, finally you could dial numbers yourself instead of having the operator do it to a telephone we carry in our pocket yeah. and it's more powerful than the computer that put man on the moon that and is, it's in our hand it's just amazing it is pretty done. amazing it's amazing because it allows me the ability to communicate with my brother and sister-in-law over in Prague and right. not having to pay these extravagant right. phone bills that right. you would have to use to do in the day if you're mm -hmm. talking to somebody overseas because of an app. Right. Even across the country. Right. I remember I used to call my sister when she lived in Colorado and it would be $20 for an hour-long phone call. Yeah. Yeah. I remember wow. those days. Yeah. I remember. So the telephone. The telephone. Interesting. And it's interesting that's what we're using to record this podcast is a telephone. So AT&T call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gave you a shout out. So what does she get? <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you again real soon. Take care. So that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed my conversation with my mother. I hope you enjoyed it too. And uh, as always, be curious and not judgmental. I'll talk to you again real soon. Peace. Should I end off with our ending sound? Wouldn't be fitting if I didn't, right? All right. There we go. 